This NFL Week 11 Picks edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by MyBookie.ag. MyBookie is doing everything they can to help DGENs only cash big, including a 50% deposit bonus on your first deposit. That's MyBookie.ag promo code SGP to get a 50% deposit bonus. We're also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app built specifically for player props. Download the app in the App Store and use promo code SGP for an instant deposit match up to fifty dollars. That's ThriveFantasy.com promo code SGP. Sign up and prop up today. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in pay pred providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at AcePerHead.com/sgp. That's AcePerHead.com/sgp. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean second, the money groom my partner in picks, Ryan, real money Kramer. So uh, sorry, Sean, I got late breaking up. The, the phone is blowing up. We got, we got drama in New York. Oh, the no. haters are coming out trying <laughs> to take down the house that Joe all rise built. I see. I saw you participating in the well, hate. Well, all rise, more like all fall, as I, he got knocked out by his offensive oh, line coach. Glass Joe Judge, they're calling him. Right. Fake news. Ryan, you have to admit that's a pretty good nickname, Glass Joe Judge. No, I, I don't think it's funny at all. This is from a verified source, Jason McIntyre, great reporter. I'm told New York Giants coaches Joe Judge and Mark Colombo got into a fist fight this morning. Yeah. Punches been, thrown. Been disputed multiple times. I'm told Colombo got the better of him and yeah. Judge fired him in instantly, Ryan. Yeah. So what's his name? Can can you come back with that? I think he's a Fox Sports guy. Jason McIntyre. Yeah, I've been following the Giants for a while, right, Sean? Yeah. You agree with that premise? I do. And and you would also agree that uh people who rely on the Giants for access would be required to report yeah. favorably no, no, on this incident. And I knew you were going to bring that up. Okay. I I knew you were exactly going to go to that <laughs> angle. And so doesn't even not a beat writer anymore. Not not used to he came up on the on the New York beat. Mike Garofalo always been a pretty straight shooter. If anything came at the Giants pretty hard at times. Uh he he came out he's a very he's a trusted source when it comes to my Giants news. He's generally right. This motherfucker said it didn't happen. I believe him. Here's what I, here's the other part of this. That's great. <laughs> Which is why like people coming out of the Pro- probably what happened was there was a scuffle. No, I, I have this. I, I mean, Sean, what you don't see is I like the first page of my notes for the show, which is normally like stats or facts or maybe some screenshots. Yeah. It's an entire thing labeled Joe judge timeline. All right. <laughs> what are we going to break this down? Like the Zapruder film? Well, let's look at it. What was the offensive line doing in the first handful of weeks of the season? Looking like hot garbage. A lot of young kids not progressing, maybe even regressing. Andrew Thomas, you made fun of him yourself many times. Looked like shit. Yep. Okay. So so what maybe 
much like his mentor, Bill Belichick, when he sees a problem, he wants to go double click on that problem and address it, Sean. So what did he do? He started getting his hands wet, uh, pun intended, with with the offensive line there. And what did he notice? He noticed that this big donkey, six foot eight, former fucking cowboy, doesn't get his hands dirty. Not a hands-on coach. Not a teacher of young men. Not willing to coach the basics. So what does Joe Judge do? He brings in. D Sean, why don't you give it a shot on this name? Cause you, you mispronounce names better than I, he, he brought in the guy who was second best for the interview when he, when he brought in Colombo, which was a favorite of Garrett. All right. So this guy, a, he's not making the young guys better. The line's not performing. Joe judge gets involved sometime around week six or seven. Things start to improve. Joe judge realizes what the solution needs to be. And that's a different fucking coach. So he brings in a coach to help Colombo. That's a real solid guy move. That's yeah. an all rise move. And what does this punk ass ex sick cowboy, six foot eight donkey do? <laughs> he says the Lord's name in vain to the great all rise Joe judge. And, and you're talking about a guy who holds everyone accountable, Sean. And this is the best part about this. You would love this if he was coaching the Philadelphia Eagles. You would love the way that he showed this bitch ass turncoat motherfucker the door before his fucking next paycheck. So, absolutely, I'm all in on this team. Absolutely, you can suck on Daniel Jones' big fucking balls because the Giants are winning this division. Joe Judge is my coach. That's my coach. YouTube.com slash sports gambling podcast. I'm wow. pointing at TV. I've never seen someone go this Hold this on. this deep onto a three and seven all team. Right, three and seven, Sean. All rise. Two and over the last two. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Shout Ryan, out to the Knicks. Obi Toppin, baby. Ryan, it's a good Ryan day to Shirley be a New Yorker. A, new, uh, uh, a step in his new spring in his step. Oh man, had tons of sex last. Everything's great. <laughs> Everything's great right now. All right, there you go. Life update by Kramer. That is really a. Uh, it reminds me of that scene in Friday, where I mean the Giants are on a bye week, and it just reminds me. How do you get fired on your day off? How do you get fired on a bye week? I guess that's the perfect time to let someone Good go. Coaching, but and, and, and again, and, Sean, and, again. How many teams? I mean, I, I listen. You know, shout out to the Die Hard Eagles podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, but I hear you guys talk about. How you have to prepare for the fact that you're going to have to linger with Doug P for a couple of years, yeah, because the organization unwilling to make a move, the organization unwilling to steer the ship away from the iceberg, even though everyone sees the iceberg. What did Joe Judge do? Not only did he steer away from the iceberg, but he blew that fucking bitch up so no one else runs into it. <laughs> Mark Colombo is D- ruined. Doug P won the Super Bowl, Ryan. So you know when you can, when Joe Judge gets above 500, then. <laughs> Then maybe start pumping Wait, well, your chest out, Sean. This when is they a- get to a playoff game, when they get to the playoffs three years in a row, when you actually win the division, then then start puffing your chest out. What but I get it. It's been it's been a long time. I'm sorry, I can't hear you over the one game <laughs> winning streak the Giants have right now. It's a two game winning streak. How do you forget that? The first time in years you guys won two games in a row. No, against the Eagles, I'm saying. Oh, okay. You're right. Twenty two and four in the last twenty six. So congratulations. Uh, one and oh in the last one. Thank you, Sean. So yeah, <laughs> taking I lo- it one game at a time. As a as a fan of of, of uh, a team that has rolled out some really shitty coaches over the years. 
and also had some good ones. Joe Judge more resembles the Tom Coughlins and the Bill Parcells than he does the Ray Hanleys and the Ben fucking McAdoo's. Right. Ben McAdoo though, they they got to the playoffs, thirteen yeah. and three. Broken clocks right twice a day, Sean. <laughs> anyway, fuck yeah, all rise. Obi Toppin, Joe Judge, ain't no stopping Obi Toppin, and ain't no stopping I- the free roll football contest. Hello. Oh, I'm so Kramer, fired up. Let's take a look at the leaderboard. Not of course, ready. we're giving away thousands of dollars thanks to our pals over at Betsmerts. Hell yeah. Let's do it. What All do we right. got? Week 10? Was it week 10? Yep. Holy shit, Sean. We got away with it another one. Almost a massive tie at the top. We had a wow. shitload of people tied in second. In first pit place all alone. Jimmy Heaters 12, 10 and 4. Felt felt like a tough week. Maybe that was just us. And moving over to the season long leaderboard, Sean. Looking up and down the leaderboard, I can't. I can't seem to find your name anymore. I do see in seventh Nip place. It. I'm just outside. Juan just outside the Juan, top twenty. Juan from Walgreens still on the board. It's tied for seventh. That let's motherfucker. Look, let's look at the top five. Tied for fifth. Ben Alexander two thirty. Tied with the winner of week ten. Jimmy Heaters twelve in fourth place. All along, all alone with eighty correct. Andreski. In third place with 81, all by himself. Gambling engineer. Apologies, he or she. In second place, Mikey CPT 622 with 85. Four four win lead over third wow. place, Sean. And in oh first place, Wolverines 2019. Hey, uh, at least uh, this is going well because Harbaugh is your football coach. Not going <laughs> well. So shout out to you, bro. Yeah, Harbaugh is, uh, man, brutal. Brutal stretch there for the Michigan Wolverines. Oh, my fucking blood pressure's through the roof. <laughs> Why? Just from screaming? I no, I just I, I I love how defeated you are on the season. It's it's honestly I thought it was I I thought I enjoyed the suffering of Cowboys fans more, but I I think I'm realizing well, that Ryan, I'm, you've you've been in watching the front- you take off that Reggie White jersey at the end, all <laughs> quiet, stuff it into your backpack. Well, what do you want me to do? The team sucks. They're playing like shit. Am I? I no, keep doing I can it. only. I can only. Li- you. You're just a man who's dead inside. So when when the Giants suck, which is they've been sucking for a very long time, I, again, it's like you oh, know, I'm throw, alive, throw, baby. Throwing, throwing a cripple down a flight of stairs. Uh, you don't. There's no. There's no rush. It's just they're already. They're already at the bottom. But they that's can't move. the best part. Is you can't lose to the Giants. Not the Giants. I noticed that, Ryan. Oh. And that's why I'm pissed oh. off at the team. And Daniel Jones has turned it around. <laughs> He's showing me what I need to see. Getting that fucking bitch ass golden Tate out of town. <laughs> Joe Judge is cleaning up this goddamn locker room. And then I'm start oh man, I, I am all I need to find a Joe Judge jersey. That's what I need. You're a maniac. Joe all Judge right. jersey? Yeah. That's all right. Him and I, my the roster's still pretty short for next year. I've only let a couple guys onto the team, but what do you mean? I I mean you got to show me something before I'm letting you be a like Julius Peppers on the team. <laughs> da, so Tom, how many how Tomlinson, many man roster are you at right now? Uh, Blake Martinez he made the team last wow, weekend. Wow, really? Yeah. Oh, I, you know I like what he's doing. What Bradbury, about Saquon Saquon Barkley? Saquon's not on the team yet. Wow, Wayne Gallman, birthday Wayne Ga- buddy. <laughs> Wayne Gallman is on the fucking team. <laughs> that guy, you can tell he's a Joe Judge. You can tell why Joe Judge likes Wayne Gallman. He runs hard as shit. Anyway, anyway, let's talk about actual football, Sean. Let's do it, Ryan. 
Here we are talking week 11 NFL picks. Of course, we're presented by the good folks over Whoa. at mybookie.ag. Promo code SGP. Thanksgiving, one week away. And they got that $250 free play. That's right, a $250 free bet on the Texans lines. Again, best best way to start off Thanksgiving because many a Thanksgiving has been ruined. <laughs> losing the nine and on the West Coast, it's a 9 a.m. kick. It's not I'm a good already start. I'm already like dr- sad drunk at 11:30, down a couple hundred bucks. Not not with my bookie. Guaranteed win. What better way to start off Thanksgiving? If you win the bet, hey, you won the bet. If you lose, Refunded site credit, one X rollover. You just basically have to bet it once. Two hundred and fifty dollars. Whoa! If you're using some other sports book for whatever reason, I, now is the time to hop on over at mybookie.ag and get that fifty percent deposit bonus. Of course, they got a great formula over there. You play, you win, and then you get paid over at mybookie.ag. Promo code SGP. Kramer. We're, you know, we got to get the mojo going. Not a, not a horrific week by us, but uh, our circuit contest flatlining a little bit. Again, we we've been on a bad streak ever since we went on the odds shark uh, show, bragging about how we're dominating the Capra Cup. But <laughs> this week we're gonna figure it out. And again, I just got to throw this little self tout. I am hitting my locks at 78%. That's so that really is good. the that is the life preserver that is keeping me going in this NFL season. Started off red hot, cooled off a little bit. Had a nice week eight, back up to 64%. Past couple of weeks though, got to do better. And and I thought it would be good to throw this out too because you are uh you're 6-3 and 1 when it comes to weeks, winning weeks. There you but, go. But somehow you've lost the last 5 to me, Sean. And and it's this, this weird balance. You 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 came out hot. You were five and zero oh in weeks, and then uh, I've been five and zero oh since. It's been rocky, but Sean, every week we got to we got to remind people, the windshield is bigger than the rear view mirror for a reason. And the Giants are on the way to the goddamn playoffs. Everything <laughs> They're on is the good. fucking bye, Ryan. Let's relax. And that tie, <laughs> that tie, you ooh, know, ooh, ooh. Sean, I'll, the tie is going to we'll, be what gets us we'll, into we'll the get playoffs. We'll get to this later. But I was evaluating the schedules of the Eagles and the Giants, and I got to be honest, I'm having a hard time finding a win for the Eagles outside of the Cowboys. So, you guys are gonna have to win more than one game to get in. How so? Because the Giants are. I, have you seen the Giants' schedules? They've Lots already, of wins. You've baby. already lost seven games. Lots of wins. Yeah, nine and seven is good enough to get to the division, <laughs> baby. Thursday night <sighs> football. Uh, this is this has got to be the game. This has got to be the game of the week. Arizona heads to Seattle. Sean, the look ahead was five and a half. We wow. laughed at this line on Sunday. Uh, by by uh, today, Wednesday, it is minus three. The line corrected itself minus one sixty on the money line. Arizona plus one forty. 57 and a half is the total. I mean, we, we can get cute. Uh, we, we can, we should remind you there, there is projected to be weather uh, in this game. It's <laughs> kind of sounds like rain. Uh, <laughs> High chance of uh, cooking. Uh, mid, Although again, he's mid no four. longer, no longer chef Russ. He's line cook Russ. Oh, and two in his past two well, games since he patented uh, the uh, let good. Russ cook. He's been horrible, and, and he's coming off a zero touchdown, two interception game. But you you see Russell Wilson in those interviews. The guy still has his confidence is still unlimited, 
and he's he seems to be oh, his dick works. Hang, bro. He seems to be hanging in there. Forty five and rain with a little bit of wind. Don't think it will matter. A historically high total, fifty seven and a half points. Uh, two totals this week over fifty six. By the way, it's I think, insane. Which is insane. Um, yeah. What was I? Oh, I, I was gonna say there's not much to handicap here. To me, it, when this was north of three, I'm considering Arizona. But now that it's back to three, Seattle typically a team that gets a little bit more than three at home. I know it's a different year. Home field might not matter as much. I still think it matters up in Seattle. I mean, we're talking about a dome team now going outside into weather. Seattle, they've been on the road for two games. We love when teams come off those road trips. Their their value uh their perception has been devalued because maybe tougher games in Seattle's case, they've, they've, they've not looked good. They've lost too straight and, and it's Russ, man. I, I just, I don't, I don't get the angle of Arizona here. Yeah. I mean, last week I pointed out 23 and 10 against the spread danger Russ after loss. Now it's 23 and 11. That's still pretty good. <laughs> Pete Carroll seven and three in same season revenge games, but really not silly. They already, they had 37, 34 earlier in the year. Yeah. And that game was, Oh, it was a crazy game. Yeah. You could argue Seattle should have won it or, or maybe Arizona was the right play. I mean, DK Metcalf, of course I, I, I was jumping up and screaming and they call it back on that, uh, the bat, the block in the back in overtime, yeah, he kind of went off there. Why well, certainly you're scared of Seattle and their defense. They still haven't gotten Griffin or Dunbar, their cornerbacks back. Uh, which really, I mean, they're letting up 11.3 yards per completion. That, of course, stat courtesy of our boy Moonoff. He's uh, puts out these good uh, cheat sheets over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com and ref stats. The guy is a PDF machine. You mentioned the weather. To me, not only are you fading the idea of Seattle losing three games in a row, which I think is a is a real thing, you're also fading. <laughs> The Arizona after the Hale Murray. Yeah. I mean, we had site editor Ryan McKeon, host of the NBA Gambling Podcast, did a bunch of cool uh, NBA gambling prop stuff. And he walked us through what it was like as a Cardinals fan for that Hale Murray. And he was ecstatic. And you see them celebrating. They're all doing interviews. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins is on Twitter. Oh, the Jordan brand, because he's wearing the Jumpman gloves. It's through the roof. And he's commenting, like, hey, give me some cash. We saw this in the Slow, NFC Championship yeah. game after Stefan Diggs had that touchdown that propelled him to the NFC Championship game. Kind of, you know, the miracle in Minneapolis. And what happened after that? Massive letdown game as you go onto the road. Now you throw in a short week. I mean, these guys are still getting laid off this crazy. It's a Sunday night game <laughs> to a Thursday night game. Uh, there's a lot of emotion to come down from here. I think yeah. there's a natural letdown spot. And Sean, I, I'm I don't have a stat on this, but I, I'm not sure I know off the top of my head of a situation where after a moment uh, that that gets viral on the internet, set to Celine Dion, do teams cover very often? So <laughs> no, I mean, and here here's the one contrary angle I'll say is that the Cardinals under Cliff Kingsbury seven one and two as road dogs. So. They overperform. I I I I don't I I couldn't really take much from this other than maybe they were just being a little bit disrespectful to him last year, uh, and I just think you have too many angles to not take Russ here, and may, maybe we're just smitten still. Uh, we're, we want to be unlimited just like Russ. So <laughs> uh, it, it just and the dogs. Dogs have been good on Thursday night. I just I can't see Arizona sweeping Seattle. Yeah. And that, that would be the, the worry is maybe the dogs or maybe like the Colts, they come in, they dink and dunk, they keep Seattle off the field. 
uh, Lockett no, dealing with that. a little bit of a, a knee injury. The difference is Arizona doesn't really play defense, so no. And, and and Russell should be able to move the ball. I mean, I am worried about his turnovers. It's it's pretty crazy, very unrussell like. He's taken himself out of the MVP conversation just by turning it over. So yeah, give me uh give me Russell Wilson and the Seahawks. All right, yeah, so whatever. This is all about Russell Wilson. Who are we kidding? Yeah, we're just taking and Russell. DK Metcalf. That dude's got big yeah. muscles. He does. Sean does like his his <laughs> muscles. Fit Sean really is a fan of DK Metcalf. Uh, just uh, it makes you game recognizes game. It makes Ryan. you wonder if you really would have been as into Carson Wentz if you were uh, fit back then. Philly heads to Cleveland, where the Browns are minus three and a half, minus one eighty five on the money line, plus one fifty five for the Eagles. Forty seven is the total. Sean, I have I have some uh, fun fun stats for you. Sure. Because I think one of the areas that one of the areas that the Eagles defense is quite good is against the run. No. Well, and you might say that, but they're pretty good against the run. And I, I went, I went to go look at it because uh, overall they've, they've given up only 711 yards on 211 carries to running backs. That's good for 3.37 yards per carry. Coincidentally, that's also about what Baker averages three yards a carry. Here's the difference. When you sprinkle in the quarterback rushing yards that the Eagles have given up, it throws it off completely. The elite rushing quarterbacks that the Eagles have played, Daniel Jones and Lamar Jackson <laughs> have rushed for 20, 22 carries, 264 yards. Good for 12 yards a carry. No, they, they, the Eagles have been decent overall. So this season, if you looked here, at their rushing yards, However, look at the last three. Last three, 148 per game. It's not getting it done, right? Uh, again, there Daniel Jones was involved in one of those games. Yeah. Uh, so the angle, if you're an Eagles fan, is hey, we can maybe slow down the run and we can get pressure on Baker. And we all know Baker not good with pressure. There should be some wind and some rain in this one. Uh, Eagles catching three and a half strangely feels like uh, too big. Too big. Yeah, I just can't take this Eagles team right now. I'm sending them a message. The the interesting thing, if you're looking to take the Eagles and the three and a half, which I'm not going to, because I'm not taking them under any circumstance. They need to learn. They need to be punished for what they are doing to this team and organization. Jack Conklin, the right tackle, and their kicker, Cody Parkey, just got added to the COVID nineteen uh -oh. list today. Um Browns so, might be in trouble. Huh? And and Charlie Hulett. So uh, they're, they're on there as high risk uh, contacts. So they could, uh, they have a chance to play Sunday's game. But again, Jack Conklin being out certainly does change things. Uh, Brandon Graham is, has been the bright spot on that defensive line, but, and where you can take advantage of the Browns is through in, in the passing game. Right. And uh, you know, the Eagles receivers in Carson Wentz, just not on the same page. And it looks like there's going to be win. So there goes that aspect, and you know, Miles Sanders is averaging six yards a carry, but Doug Peterson—I I don't know—he's against getting yards. I don't know what his strategy is, but give me the Cleveland Browns laying three and a half run. Uh, Cleveland's run defense is only 18th uh, in DVOA. It's even worse uh, when you look at the uh, success rate, which is 25th. So I, I actually think, Sean, this is a good matchup for the Eagles. And so what I'm going to do here is I'm going to take the Eagles. Baker's not going to get loose on the ground. They're going to struggle to run the ball and they're going to get pressure on Baker. Carson Wentz finds a way to get it done. Three and a half points is too many. 
here's what happens. I either win money or uh, one step closer to the giants in the playoffs. I think you're overthinking a good situation here, Sean. You're just mad. You're emotional right now, and I'm an emotional gut handicapper. What don't you know? And you're taking well because you're you're trying to reverse. They need to be punished. They need to be punished. You're trying. You're trying to reverse change. This isn't punishing the team. Atlanta. How is it not? Because well, you're not actually part of the team, Sean. So they're not aware. How am I not? (laughs) I've been with the team since I've been since I gained consciousness. These other pieces of shit. They just. They just became part of the team when someone gave them millions of dollars That's a few true. years ago. It's true. I'm going to be with the team yeah. after the coach, They're after mar- the quarterback are gone. I'm going to be with this team until they throw me into a goddamn grave. So yeah, I am the team, Ryan. I'm a part of the team. You think these guys give a shit half of them? No, I'm a part of the team. We are the yeah. team. Yeah. They're just coming by hanging out. They're the rentals. I, I will say this. We're the long-term owner operators. <laughs> They're just mercenaries. I will say this: uh, you'll see how much the team wants to rally around Doug P. This game, I think. There you go. This is a rally around the hashtag coaching. analysis. Fuck everything. Let's go. Atlanta heads to New Orleans. Where Atlanta off the buy, off the buy. This one seems to always be a little scrappy. Uh, New Orleans minus five, minus two thirty on the money line. Atlanta plus one ninety. Fifty and a half is the total. This is an Atlanta team that is starting to look definitely like a better team. I think we can agree that they're playing yeah. a little bit better defense. Raheem Morris, who knew? Maybe he's smart, smarter than a caveman Dan Quinn. Uh, also, just this this matchup. It's it's the NFC South has has strange rivalries because they're all high scoring teams in our heads. But when they get together, they somehow they sometimes have. Have battles that are weird. Now I know I went the Jameis Winston angle in DFS this week because well, how can you not go <laughs> the Jameis Winston angle? But the more I dove into this game, the more I I ended up liking the Falcons. I think I was shocked to find out that they uh, they generally hold Kamara down. I think the stat yeah. I saw was like seven fantasy points or something like that. Well, and, and again, I've been using uh, some of the stats over at team rankings, and they do a good job of like. Here's what they do the entire year, and then here's what they do the last three. And it's particularly, I think, key in this Falcons game. You look at the Falcons, 31st in the league as far as passing yards per game allowed, 310. However, the last three, only 260. Yeah. Something's clicked with this defense where they've kind of figured things out. They're three and one in their last four, and their one loss was that weird Detroit game where clearly that where the Falcon <laughs> curse just emerged once yeah. again. And you're getting points. Going against Jameis Winston. Well, I'm going to repeat that. You're getting five, five and a half points against Jameis Winston. And on the other side of the ball, Matty Ice has, he's been playing well. Last four games, all he's got uh, four games in a row with 70 plus completion percentage. Now, that's not normally a crazy stat, but that means that they're staying out on the field. They're moving the ball. Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones both healthy at the same time. And Marshawn Lattimore's really struggled this season, with the exception of completely owning <laughs> well, Mike just, Evans in those two games, yeah. where he held him each game, he held him to two targets, zero catches. He's had a bad year, and I think Julio's going to eat. I think Ridley's going to eat. Uh, you know, Todd Gurley again, like Ryan McKee well, said, he's going to fall in the end zone once. I, mean, I think they're going to be able to move the ball. This feels like a field goal game at worst for the Falcons. Matt Ryan has dominated them over over the last four games, but yeah, Kamara over six games, no touchdowns. Last six against the Falcons. So yeah, 
I mean, some of that you can say, well, different team, different coach, whatever. But I think on some level, you just have to take the points in this one. And, and we love making fun of Drew Brees with good reason. But the the look ahead line six and a half, and now it's down to five. I, I call me crazy. There's more than a one and a half point between difference between Drew Brees and Jameis Winston. Well, Drew Brees, as much as we make fun of him because he can't throw the ball downfield, he also doesn't turn the ball over and put them in bad spots. Jameis Winston is going to turn the ball over. Yeah, he is starting, right? Well, you know, again, Sean Payton being coy. But if you watch when Taysom Hill's in the game, they literally don't play coverage at all. If he actually puts him in there, if they actually put him at quarterback and he has to read defenses, they're going to figure this guy out. Like, yeah, they do their weird stuff where he comes in. It's like, oh, is he a tight end? But now you he's a tight end. It, what, what's he's going Sean's, on? He's Sean Payton's personal tight end. <laughs> Yeah, I, Atlanta plus five is the angle. Uh, well, I, I, I think you kind of nailed the the only the point we should have started with, which is yes, it's an it's a rivalry game, a divisional matchup that they've had some scrappy battles recently. But really, Jameis Winston is probably worth more than a point and a half, or uh, yeah, a point and a half deduction. <laughs> probably worth more yes. than a point and a half. All right, Detroit heads to Carolina, Sean. Fucking what a weird matchup this is. Carolina minus one and a half, minus one twenty five on the money line. Detroit plus one oh five. Forty seven and a half is the total. Uh so both both teams quarterback is in question. Yeah, I mean, I, I think what'll probably happen is uh, Stafford didn't practice. He's dealing with a thumb injury. My guess is he'll try and play through it. But uh, Stafford's gonna play. I feel like he's gonna play Teddy Bridgewater. I just don't know. Even though it's a mild MCL sprain, why would they not let PJ Walker get the start? And and yeah, is am I advocating for PJ Walker just because I want to see him with Robbie Anderson in that Matt Rule offense, getting that Temple connection going, lighting it up DFS. Yes. Yeah, that's part of it. But I, I, why would you not? I mean, PJ Walker. I, I, and maybe you were just crazy high on him. Because of the XFL stuff, and Teddy has been playing great, but Teddy Bridgewater, part of the appeal is that he has some mobility. He can roam around in the pocket. I, I don't him with an MCL sprain. I, I think PJ Walker is the better the better play here. I, and besides Matt uh, Stafford's thumb, Marvin Jones has a knee injury. Of course, Kenny Galladay trying to come back. Danny uh, Danny Amendola he had a hip injury. He missed practice. TJ Hawkinson is dealing with the toe thing, even though that guy doesn't do anything, but Detroit is really banged up. So I'm just going to throw this out there. What if PJ Walker's not just, there's a reason he wasn't draft. There's a reason he was playing in the XFL. He was yeah. playing, he was playing in a gimmick offense in the XFL in a, in a league where they were just ahead of everyone else and, and we're able to get an underdog. He's favored. He's f- this line I assume is, is, is assuming Teddy's out, right? Like what's t- I, Teddy's I, I don't not- know. Hey, well, you picked the line, right? I mean, can you actually bet on this or is it still close? Uh, I mean, I think the, 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 this is the circle. Oh, this is the circle about the circle. Okay. So I guess my angle on this is like, we've seen Stafford be banged up into a game and still play. They got over the hump with Galladay being out last week and they still took care. I mean, I, I think I think this team is improving, Sean, and I would be interested to see your last three numbers with Detroit because I, I got to imagine they're on the ascend, and and if they do get Galladay back, that's a bump. It sounds like Amendola is going to go. 
I think the running game is the part. Swift has been getting going, and Swift is the the very very plus 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 matchup here. So, I I'll say this, Sean. I think the wrong team's favored. I'm gonna take Detroit. I'm gonna go against you here. I'm gonna take Detroit, and I'm gonna say I, I I would be terrified to be holding a ticket. Find out PJ Walker's playing, and then he comes out and just isn't ready for the NFL. I I like the angle. It's fun. It's a feel good story. You got your, your Philly ties. You got to go for something, something positive for Philly. That isn't the Eagles right now. So good luck with that. New England heads the Houston Detroit last three rushing yards per game. Uh, 25th in the league, 87.7 yards per game. So not that hot. And last point, great look ahead spot for Detroit. Their Super Bowl right now is Thanksgiving. Stop and the it. Detroit Lions are five and eleven against <laughs> the spread before their Thanksgiving game since two thousand five. And trying to make the playoffs here. They're bro. just not a team that wins back to back games, as we know in the Matt Patricia era. Carolina's due for a win. Give me Carolina minus a hat. One and a half. Carolina's due for a win. Next up, New England heads to Houston, where the Texans are two point home dogs. Plus one fifteen on the money line. New England minus. 135 49 is the total. Well, is this an overreaction? Yeah. Whoa. Crazy swing, four and a half, maybe five point swing off that Ravens win. Sean? And, and and I guess you could say the Houston uh Houston loss to the Browns in wind. The more that I uh the, that I think about this, the more that we we should have looked closer at how uh at the state of Baltimore. And I think the weather impacted us as well, but I think this New England team just got just ran into a positive situation there. Now Houston coming home after back-to-back road games. Watson has been dominant. Uh if you look at the games before the windy game up in Cleveland, 120 uh 21 quarterback ratings over the pre- previous 3 games, eight touchdowns, no interceptions. I think he's playing good ball and I think this is the exact situation he needs. Now, while I do think New England is going to have a lot of opportunities to run the ball against Houston. Yeah. And I know you're going to tell me, well, Houston hasn't covered a lot of spreads and they probably shouldn't last week with Nick Chubb running out of bounds like a fucking pussy. Um I think New England still has a really bad defense and they just got ahead of Lamar and Lamar just sucks. Sucks. He's a fucking running back. Like the the jury's out. I'm I'm out on Lamar. So uh, all of that being said, I think he, this is a spot you can take Houston plus two. That's yeah, I, 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 keep, I keep going back and forth because New England, the public is just all over New England, and this is one of the most bet games for New England. Am I getting too cute by taking Houston here? No. You look at the coaching matchup here: Bill Belichick versus Romeo Cronell. <laughs> bit of a bit of a mismatch there, but you're right, Deshaun Watson against this New England secondary, and I think. Kind of what I drilled down to the deciding factor was is uh Stefan Gilmore gonna play? Because he really does help their pass defense. Now, their passing defense didn't get exposed last week because A, it's Lamar Jackson, but P B, it was a bit of a monsoon. I mean, he had guys open. They hit him in their hands on a decent number of routes and they just dropped the ball. You throw in those couple missed snaps, and uh it certainly had an impact on the game. But yeah, New I England, have- 173.3 uh Rush yards per game last three. Houston allowing 167, yeah. 32nd in the league as far as rushing yards. So they're going to try and come in and, and control the ball and get physical with them. But can Houston's passing offense be dynamic enough to outscore the Patriots? And and they didn't have a chance in Cleveland because of the wind. 
they they did some things against the Jags, but again, didn't look great against the Jags either. That's what I'm New, worried about. New England, uh, so New England is thirtieth in passing defense DVOA. They give up Sean twelve point one yards per completion. That's crazy. That's absolutely crazy. And and crazy enough, Sean, you know who has an explosive offense in the passing game? Houston. 11.7 yards per completion, third best in the NFL. So it's a strength versus a weakness. And I think we could see a very strange game where New England tries to control the clock, ground and pound, and then quick answers from Houston. So I'm going to take Houston. Cam here. Newton. Yeah, I'm also in Houston. You don't want to take Cam in a shootout. Like the, you don't want to be in a situation where it is going to be a shootout and Deshaun's going to just have one of those games. Now, to your point earlier, Belichick losing to his one of his minions that doesn't happen often. But uh, Bill O'Brien and that Texans team was one of the teams that was able to do it. So maybe Deshaun Watson is just Belichick proof. Yeah, uh, this this game's this game's an interesting one. But yeah, when push comes to shove, I got to fade Cam Newton. We both took Houston too. Wow, Pittsburgh at Jacksonville. Pittsburgh minus ten, minus four seventy five on the money line. Jacksonville plus three seventy five, three sixty five. 46 and a half is the total. I mean, we should have, we should have known about this when we took them against Dallas. Yeah. Tomlin and this team is a big, big road favorite, never a good spot. And then you sprinkle in the fact that they have Baltimore next week. Ooh, on a Thursday uh, on Thanksgiving, I want at nothing home. to do like Luton. I, I get it. They're going up against a tough defense, but Jacksonville has had moments this year, and they just went up to Jack. They just went up to Green Bay and L- played Luton two two and zero against the spread, and they could have or almost should have won both those games. So they're certainly frisky. They're certainly a live dog. Mike Tomlin uh, on the Jaguars being a trap game even said, "We are not a Big Ten team playing a MAC opponent." So really, and, and he's saying he's saying that, but. It, you know, if I'm Jacksonville, that's going right up on the bulletin board. It's like you're a, you're a paid <laughs> professional. They're co- they're comparing you to Eastern Michigan and Jesus. Kent State. I don't mean to insult Colby and the uh, and Maction, but you know the Jacksonville Jaguars. There's some professionals on that, and you get Big Ben on the road, and again, similar to the Cowboys. This you kind of nailed it comparing it to the Cowboys game. Pittsburgh four and nineteen against the spread as road favorites of eight or more. It's just not. They don't. They, they just don't get up. They don't in a need big to play. They and, don't need to. And James Robinson, even though he's going uh, up against a stout Pittsburgh defense, I think they, I think James Robin can Robinson can still get something done. I mean, I don't, I wouldn't play him in DFS because he's not priced at a good number. But I, you know, cuckoo kachoo, Mister Robinson, James Robinson. That, that's really solid. <laughs> Uh, Berman esque. I, I think he's going to be able to do enough to get Luton into some decent situations. And I wouldn't be surprised if Chark caught him sleeping for a deep ball, one or two. Again, it's not going to be pretty, but at plus 10, I think you got to go Jags here. I, I don't love a lot about this. And in fact, uh, this is one of the games. Uh, it just, it just, se- it seems like. It, it's an it's an ugly dog, Sean. It's an ugly dog. All right, next up, Cincinnati heads to Washington. Washington minus one, minus one twenty five on the money line. Cincinnati plus one hundred five. Forty six and a half is the total. I I mean, why is Washington not minus three? 
Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I I think it's just Alex Smith and his inability to push the ball downfield. Uh, we both took JD McKissick again in DFS. He's had 29 targets in the past two games, so I think that kind of says all you need to know. Although McLaurin, he has a decent matchup against the oh, Cincinnati cornerbacks. I I think really it's about Washington's front seven. I I think on the defensive side of the ball, they can, they can hold their own against Joey B Washington only allowing 194 passing yards a game. That's number one in the league. And it's a non-conference road game for the Bengals coming off a, uh, a Steelers game, which they normally don't. They usually come out flat. You know, they just got their ass kicked by the Steelers. Now they're going on or on the road again, back to back road games after an embarrassing division loss. Again, it's tough for me to take Washington with Alex Smith, but I think that's the play, especially like you're saying, why is this not, why is it not Washington minus three should be Washington minus and real quick. I, I, I didn't throw out any of these, but much like some of these other games, the 80, 20 split uh, Bengals getting 80% of the tickets granted, yeah. not super heavily bet. Uh, but the trending of where the cash is, is split more 50, 50. Uh, much like the previous game we spoke, or I'm sorry, with the Steelers was the other one I want to throw out where the Steelers are getting 90%. So, uh, but yeah, ba- Bengals are getting the tickets. I get it. They're, they're, they're popular. Joey B covers a lot. Joey covers. Uh, this is, this is a good defense. And I think your fear before the season of Alex Smith coming in and doing just enough for this team to play good defense and make the playoffs. They're starting to figure out a formula. Well, and and I liked what I saw out of that Washington football team as far as a handicapping perspective. Yeah. They had a little fight. I mean, they were down what twenty-one nothing uh, against the the Lions. Like they, they're a bad team. They didn't really have any reason. They covered. Yeah, they they came <laughs> back all the way. Uh, Detroit had a fifty-nine or was like sixty-one yard field goal to win the game. I mean, they almost completed a 20 plus point second half comeback. So kudos to them. So they, I think they're, they're playing hard for Ron Rivera. And there's certainly a handful of guys there that have some talent and chase young versus that Bengals offensive line. They're getting some of their linemen back. Uh, Jonah Williams, I think it's going to be playing, but still some, still some issues for that Bengals team for sure. Tennessee coming off Thursday night football. They head to Baltimore where Baltimore is minus six and a half, minus two sixty on the money line. Tennessee plus two twenty-five. Forty-nine is the total. I, I feel like I'm gonna be sinning in this game because uh, am I I'm either selling really low on Baltimore or they just aren't that good. And I I, I like Tennessee getting all these points. Both teams have a bit of a look ahead situation. Indy for the Titans, but I, I think Tennessee is is not more more likely to not be looking ahead in this game, whereas Baltimore is almost certainly looking ahead to Pittsburgh. Yeah, I mean Baltimore's it, in a tough spot though; they got to start winning some games. Yeah, and they're two and zero again, you know, against the spread and straight up off their two losses previously in the season. Harbaugh, I do think, is still a good coach, and the Tennessee defense is really. Really bad. Uh, shout out to Walter, Walter Football pointing out how the Baltimore Ravens defense not hasn't been quite the same since Clayus Campbell's gone out. He brought them a lot of juice yeah. on that defensive line, but that Tennessee passing defense. Let me let, hold on before you shit on it because I have I have a nugget or two here that is what actually swayed me in the end because I remember on on Tuesday I was suggesting maybe a Willie Sneed situation. Yeah. Then I started looking into it. Do you remember when they acquired the only good player left in the secondary for the Chargers, Desmond King? 
Yes. That that was interesting. And now uh they are getting a Dory Jackson back. Okay. Another cornerback. So uh last thing that shocked me, pro football focus, according to Pro Football Focus, the Titans are the number one team in the league at coverage. So I sprinkle all that together. If they can somehow slow down this rushing attack, which I, I know their defense is not very good. Yeah, their defense is horrible. But but I mean Lamar Jackson as a favor favorite at home is five and eleven in his career. So I'm I'm actually gonna take I'm gonna take uh Tennessee here, even though Baltimore's home after a couple of road games. I think. Yeah, I mean, I forgot to include that in my notes. The look ahead to Pittsburgh is. I think you gotta fade both sides of that. I think you just fade both sides. Pittsburgh's Pittsburgh Baltimore is arguably the biggest has been the biggest rivalry in football for the past ten years, and and it's such a heavy game. Every time they play, it's just so physical. I got to imagine, and and it's on a short week Thanksgiving. That's for Baltimore. That's their Super Bowl, right? Like you got to parlay the Jags and the Titans, right? (laughs) I I I'm going to be doing that this weekend. Well, Tennessee letting up 277 yards per game passing. That's certainly worrisome. But I I guess on the flip side, Baltimore really struggled with Damian Harris last week, and they knew the Patriots were rough. It's Cam Newton. What are you? Of course, yeah. It's like all they were going to do is run the ball between the rain and Cam Newton. And the fact that Damian Harris is probably their best skill player, and yet they couldn't stop him. I actually, I mean, I think there's also part of the like part of what we need to really look at here is that Baltimore, like, why did why is Baltimore so great to us this like because of what we saw last year? Can you think of a moment this year where you were like, God damn, Baltimore's back? No. And again, I'll circle back to it, Sean. Five and eleven against the spread as a favorite at home. No, That's I mean, Lamar Jackson. they're, they're that classic team where they play. Well, it's weird. Cause they, I feel like they play, I feel like they play down to the competition a little bit, but still get the win, but then struggle when they go up a class. And I guess for me, I'm struggling at where am I grading this Titans team right now? Because they, they let the Colts come in and beat them, beat them up on Thursday night at home. That was an ugly win. And you look at you look at Ryan Tannehill combined 25 completions in the past two games. That's a red flag. But where did they beat him up? Like Philip Rivers dinking and dunking, you know? Yeah, and them running the ball with Naheem Hines and I, and Jonathan I guess, Wilkins. I guess I'd have to look at the stats, but I don't I don't have a memory of that game where that like them getting 200 yards on the ground. And to me, that's the way Baltimore would have to, you know what I mean? Like I, I do think that yeah, I, anyway. And I think, and I think Lamar could have a big day rushing the ball again. I, I'm with you. I, I think the look ahead uh, for the Thanksgiving game is enough at six and a half. I, I'm, this feels like a four point game. This is a live dog. I'll say really? I, I, yeah, I think so. Right. We're just talking, uh, talking about the Colts cash big on the Colts over at thrive fantasy last week, Thursday night, every, uh, every Tuesday. Tuesday night when we drop our DFS picks podcast, we include our Thursday night Thrive Fantasy lineups coming off a seventh place and a third place finish for a combined 575 bucks. Hello, or 570. 500 bucks for third place off a $25 entry fee. And there's again, these prizes, the prize pool guaranteed. Sometimes they don't fill all the way up, so huge overlay opportunity. And Thrive is great, man. It's it's really the future of DFS instead of 
you know, picking guys, doing the salary. All you do is you pick player props. And especially for me, um, the, the DFS with the salary, the single game, it's, it's fun to throw those (laughs) out there, but honestly, those lineups are the toughest for me. I like the multi-game slate, but the thrive player props, it to me is way easier. Uh, At least the way I handicap stuff, they give you 20 NFL player props and you pick your 10 favorite over unders. If you missed it, we did a uh, episode breaking down the uh, Seahawks and Cardinals game, giving out all our picks. So head over to thrivefantasy.com, use the promo code SGP, get a sweet deposit match, 100% up to $50. That's promo code SGP, thrivefantasy.com in the uh, Google Play Store and App Store, right? And uh, as we speak right now, Sean, there are only 38 people in the, in the Thursday. We're night recording football. this Wednesday night. What are people waiting for? Uh, Five thousand dollar prize pool, and I dare you to find oh a more God. fun game to play this contest because it's just it's you're gonna have a hard time taking unders. Let's put it that way, unless you just want to be a hardcore contrarian like myself. Let's move <laughs> over to the afternoon slate, Sean. We get four afternoon games this Sunday. That's nice of them. Eleven. Uh, I'm sorry. One oh five kick here on the West Coast. Miami heads to Denver, where Miami is three and a half point road favorite in Denver. Minus one eighty on the money line. Denver plus one sixty. Forty five is the total. Uh, Sean, I hate to break it to you. Denver is a close your eyes special. Oh, Denver no. is coming home after two road games. And while they do look like hot fucking garbage, oh hot 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 ah, I mean you got to take Miami, right? Yeah, they're they're giving you that three and a half just to make you think about it, just because they need some uh, people to bet on the Broncos. Everyone's I, betting the fucking chart. Uh. I I keep taking the Broncos. They keep biting me in the ass, but. I mean, the Drew Lock injury is 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 just really what sets this. Uh, up. So so let's think about this though. Tua, a Florida team on the road in Denver, we'd have no concerns about any of this. No, because I think uh, Brian Flores is a good coach. They're a physical defense, and again, they match up really well. I mean, the Miami cornerbacks are playing very well, and I, I think they're just going to be able to shut down. Uh, I, I just don't see Denver being able to score a bunch of points. This to me feels like a 20. It's going to be like a 24, 17 game, 20 to 10 game. It's not going to be a shootout. I mean, I'm not a totals guy, but the under looks super juicy there. Uh, Ahmed, the running back for Miami. He looks, uh, he looks pretty frisky. It's small sample size, but this Denver defense has just been bad. I mean, that Raiders team just pushed them the fuck around last week. They were not in the game at all. And Drew Locke, this is this is the best case scenario because Drew Locke dealing with like a muscle strain, rib strain, where it sounds like he's gonna try and play. And a injured, hurt Drew Locke, double that up with the fact that he clearly sucks, or you get a face uh Brett Rippon not getting all the snaps. Uh either one of those is a great scenario. And I think there's a big coaching discrepancy. Uh Brian Flores is showing me that's a good coach and uh, Fangio clearly uh, he just has no juice on the offense and they're I don't know their their defense which I thought would be way more competitive just not showing up. I I'm I'm completely aligned with you like the the Dolphins are the clear better team here the Dolphins appear to be the clear side but it just feel like 
to, uh, do we even know, I guess Tua ever, ever even thrown a football in 40 degree weather. Like, do we, do we know, the, know. do we know these kind of things? Because I hear you. I want to fade the Broncos offense or defense. I want to fade their offense. I want to fade the situation, but this is a team that plays much better at home and they've just been on the road for a while. And if you look at their game, if you look at the games at home, uh, they've not play played uh, great, but they played some good teams. And uh, the question I think is, is, is Miami a good team? I think they are. I think you just have to lay the points. I think the number is bad. I think it sucks that we have to lay three and a half points on the road. Unseasonably warm in Denver, 50 degrees and clear ride. So uh, it's supposed to be forties. I'm looking at nflweather.com. Okay. A cor- uh, I'm just saying 50 as, degrees all right, has two uh, throwing a ball in 50 degree weather. He's an island boy. <laughs> yeah, I don't no, know. I, that's that's an interesting angle. Not much of a handicap. I just for can't me. take I can't take the Broncos. And I love this Miami team. Again, yeah. I said They're, I hope people don't realize when I made them my lock last week. I said I hope I don't re- I hope the market doesn't realize how good this team is. And they realized it a little bit, but the angle is that Denver somehow is able to run the ball against Miami's defense, which not the best rush defense, but I just, I think they're going to turn over drew lock. I think, I think Miami's a sneaky, good DFS defense for the the Sunday slate. Yeah. Jets. Well, especially if Brett Rippon gets in there. So we're going to disrespect the close your eyes special this week. I think so. It's yeah. too gross. The jets coming off the bye, They head to Los Angeles to take on the chargers, but the chargers are eight and a half point favorites minus four ten on the money line jets plus three 45, 47 is the total uh, really just Justin Herbert going next level mocking <laughs> Sam Darnold by getting a high school haircut. It's got to remind him of the mono. It does. Yeah. I mean, it, it, are we worried he's going to lose? He, you know what he looks like with that kind of like military cut and the acne. It almost looks like the photos you would see of young uh, teenage boys going off to Vietnam. Like you know, they had their long hippie hair and then they uh, had to shave it off. And next thing they know, they're in the Da Nang, knee deep in rice patties, chasing the dragon. And that's what Justin Herbert looks like. This team's a mess. I, I remember back in Nam, we were chasing dragons. <laughs> well, chasing the dragon. They, that sweet, sweet opiate that they had to deal with to see the world hasn't been the same since deal with all the uh, atrocities that they, and then, you know, they came back and no one supported the troops. Ryan, I know, I know you've been accused of that. And uh, Justin Herbert, what are you doing, man? You can't shave the hair. The hair was part of your, part of your swag. I know it was like, it's like sunshine and remember the Titans shaving his head. That's now you got the jets coming off a of bye, which as we've seen, hasn't been great for teams. Wait, Adam Gase with more time to prepare, which by <laughs> the way, rest in peace. Uh, the, the Kansas game this weekend, we don't get oh. a chance to, well, Ryan, you tried to throw the COVID juju on me. I returned the favor. I nailed my COVID game of the week. <laughs> Pretty awesome. Um, we're talking college picks podcast. Make sure you check out that episode as well. Flacco that backs acting up, and that is a long plane flight. Plane flight from uh, from New Jersey all the way down oh, to yeah. San Diego. Jets zero and four against the spread on the road. Joey Bosa, Joey cleared concussion protocol, and that's a huge okay. difference maker for that defense. However, the Jets coming off their one cover of the season, a little bit of frisky. There's a little. Uh, I think they're reading the press clipping. Little Flacco Perriman uh, hype. Yeah, maybe they're smelling themselves a little bit by almost almost winning against the Patriots. 
I just can you take the Chargers? No. When they haven't No. You they, can't. Every game is one score with them. Every game. I I was gonna say, like, <laughs> I feel like six and a half is where you gotta you gotta draw the line because I, I mean, I like this team. I think they probably win. I, I don't. I, Anthony Lynn doesn't strike me as the kind of guy that's going to run the score up. And uh, I, I would be. I mean, I know we're not supposed. This, this is tough because we're also not supposed to take the Jets. Yeah, and uh, but I mean, Chargers are stuck in auto fade. It's it's been sad times. San Diego Superchargers. And Flacco actually looked decent with the deep ball, and the Chargers have been susceptible to that they they also got rid of that cornerback King. Wait, so what happened to Sam Darnold? Uh, just keeps aggravating the shoulders. Sh- shoved in a locker somewhere. <laughs> yeah, they don't want to risk maybe winning a game. Sam, how's that shoulder feeling? <laughs> oh, I'm better. I think I can play this week. Whack. Nope. Looks like you uh, sustained a uh, relapse to your shoulder injury, Sam. Now, if you're looking at the Jets' schedule, if there's one game they might accidentally win. Could it not be against Chargers. this Chargers team, whose powers are stronger? Well, now after that, they got the Dolphins at home. Dolphins, good team. They need that game. Then they have the Raiders at home again. Raiders, as much as I hate to say it, good team. Then they go at Seattle, at Rams, back to back West Coast games. Then the Browns at home, and then at Patriots. This is their last chance to win a game. I think they get up for. It. Give me the Jets plus eight and a half. <sighs> I, I do worry that Adam Gase had an extra week to prepare. That does concern <laughs> me, but I don't think you can lay more than a touchdown with this Chargers team. I think you're you're an absolute savage if you do that. Next up, Sean Green Bay heads to Indy, coming off Thursday night. Indy minus one and a half, minus one fifteen on the money line. Green Bay minus one hundred five plus or fifty one and a half is the total. Man, this is another one of those games. Very, very popular. By the way, Chargers too. Very, very popular to bet on the Green Bay Packers this really? week. Really, and I, I think, I think it's fair to question if Indy's defense is as as good as we think it is, and and, and it, their offensive line. Their offense has not been as dominant. Again, like they were, they were bad in short yardage, like power football shit that they used to be really good at. Uh, but uh, this Green Bay defense, like we have to remind you again, they spent a first and second round pick on a running back that's barely played and a quarterback that hasn't played. Uh, this team could certainly have used some defense. We we told you this was going to be a team that was all about the regression. Yeah. However, Green Bay though they're getting their cornerbacks back. They're two starting cornerbacks, which again I think was a big reason why their pass defense was so bad these past couple games. Kevin King and. Uh, uh, Jair Alexander, he's in the protocol, but it sounds like they're optimistic about him. But Kevin King definitely back, so I think that's going to make a big difference for them. I do like Naheem Hines in DFS. I think there's going to be some opportunities there. Aaron Rodgers in a dome, though. Um, yeah, they've averaged 38 po- points per game inside. So yeah, right. that's kind of the angle I'm at. And to me, I just can't take Philip Rivers unless they're kind of going any. Unless the defense is really bad right now, it's tough to take Philip Rivers. And we've seen him at home in a dome still look pretty bad. They were able to get some checkdown stuff going, going against uh, the Titans defense, but I, I think Green Bay is going to be up for this game. This is a non conference road spot. Well, I think it's Green weird. Bay getting their cornerbacks back and gun to my head, I'm just going to lean to the better quarterback. I'm going Packers here. Well, situationally, too. This is kind of another double look ahead spot. 
Indy is in the middle of a Tennessee sandwich. They have Tennessee next week. Yes. Green Bay has Chicago on deck, which you might think, well, Chicago is kind of tra- that that game matters uh, to to Green Bay. And so while I think you can look at stats and get excited about taking Aaron Rodgers as a, as a dog, and I think you get excited about Green Bay as a road team four and one against the spread, but I think their defense is still bad, and I think I, I do think that Indy at home is going to be able to get some stuff done with that dink and dunk. And last thing I'll say, Sean, again, shout out to the diehard Eagles podcast, but Frank Reich, you, you guys continually praise as being the brainchild behind the 2017 team long week, a little bit extra time to prepare here coming off that Thursday night game. I think a lot of people are running, running to the window to take the Packers as a dog. And I'm going to zig the other way. I'm going to take Indy minus the one and a half. I, I don't know. Watching that Colts team last Thursday at the beautiful, uh, they should have won by a bunch. I mean, right. I, they, that's they, maybe a, lot, the argument, a lot of fourth and one really bad calls from Frank Reich. And there's been some questionable play calling throughout this season. And Phillip rivers, even at home, has had moments where he hasn't really well, looked that good. Pittman is here though, and that's 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 his new guy. But but I, I think you're overlooking the fact that the Packers defense, they're not gonna be great, but I think they're going from bad to okay. And I think that's all they need. The fact that they're getting both starting cornerbacks back, uh most likely the second one, I, I think that's a huge difference. Cause they need all the help they can get in the secondary. Yeah, it's just they're they're like his and, and I just don't and the Colts offensive line. I don't know, man. They they aren't as dominant as a, as they were previously in my mind. The, the, while while this may be true, Green Bay is still twenty second against the run, so I, I think there there's going to be opportunity there. Like you mentioned, Naheem I Hines think I think it's game. I wouldn't be surprised if this is a thirty one twenty eight game. I'm just going to take in that situation. I'm going to take Aaron Rodgers. I I think I think the over fifty one and a half is a good play. Yeah. Ah. Hard to see this game going under. I mean, who knows? Maybe Indy's defense is that good. Dallas coming off the bye, they head to Minnesota, where the Vikings. Kirk Cousins, he got he got got the monkey off his back. <laughs> he won on Monday Night Football. He's now a seven point favorite, minus three thirty five on the money line. Dallas plus two seventy five, fifty eight and a half is the total. Well, Sean, they covered. Yeah, the Cowboys have moved one to one cover, and eight against and the spread, and we don't have to lay seven and a half. Nope. Kirk Cousins not in prime time. No. This could be a um, is this America's game of the week? I hope not. <laughs> hope it's not America's game of the week. That's almost a prime time game. No, I mean I I think the story is this. Like it, even in a very bad matchup, they gave Dalvin Cook the ball 30 times and Kirk Cousins really didn't have to do a ton and hey, he looked all right. Yeah, Justin Jefferson looked great. But Cowboys rush defense 31st in the league. That's not good. I, I, how are they going to slow down Dalvin I, Cook? I don't, I don't get this one. This is the one that goes in the teaser and then completely fucks me in the ass. Yeah, Dalton coming off the COVID nineteen list. Uh, he's going to be your starter. He also got concussed pretty bad earlier. Yeah, like and, and he doesn't have confidence to begin with. No, I mean I think if you're thinking <laughs> of taking the Cowboys, which I wouldn't recommend, they are getting Zach Martin back. That should help a little bit. But um, yeah, man, I, I just they're not going to be able to stop. Dalvin Cook running the ball like that. How do they slow that down? He's yep. had some monster games against much better rushing defenses. Now I get it; they're on the short week, but we've even hit on that. the The team going from the Monday night to the uh, 
to the Sunday playing the team coming off the bye, it weirdly favors that Monday, the shorter rest. I, I don't know what the logic is on it, but we saw it in that Seattle, Arizona game a couple weeks back. Like there, for whatever reason, it ends up working out better for that short rest team. And don't forget, Sean, when, uh, if you remember what Mike Zimmer's response to McCarthy getting fired from the Packers saying it was a mistake and a very sad day for him. Clearly what he meant was now he doesn't get to go against <laughs> big, dumb Mike McCarthy. Anymore. Yeah. And Zimmer, I think Zimmer has the book on Mike McCarthy. Not that you need much of a book. It's not a book. It's like a one sheet, a one pager, maybe double sided. And maybe you're talking to yourself. It, uh, listen, if Dak was in this game, God rest his soul. Um, <laughs> I think that's, I think it's a different game. Well, he did uh, die. Remember right? when Dak was on, was still on the planet. Remember our, remember our Dak prayer candle. He did die, right? It's that's why everyone's, that's why everyone was bringing it up days after the t- somber voice. The guy hurt his ankle. He's going to get $40 Listen, million. Dollars. You know, you he's going to, he's going to land on his feet. He won't be able to walk, but it'll be fine. You know what? That's you got to respect a man like that who's gonna bet on. Listen, I bet on myself before and lost at the fucking blackjack table at the craps table. I I bet on myself with some uh, player props. He went all in and he got sixteen and busted. Well, not my problem. But then he must have got the insurance because it worked out great for him. That Andy Dalton, Ben DiNucci. I mean, I would still play if I'm the Cowboys. Gilbert is my guy. Yeah, I'm playing him over Andy Dalton. Cause he's not coming off the COVID list. He didn't have a horrible concussion. And again, um, you know, Zimmer, hasn't he that, seen, hasn't he seen Dalton a ton? Am I crazy? What am I? Yeah. Zimmer was in Cincinnati. Yeah. I mean, he was he, the defensive coordinator with Andy. Dalton. Okay. I was trying to, uh, yeah. He, you don't think he knows how to scheme up against Andy Dalton. Well, and I think there's, I mean, we, we discussed this, but like when Pacquiao got knocked out, like you knew that was the end. And he wasn't the same. Andy Dalton already did like in that game. First of all, he already kind of looked shocked, but then when he got, you saw his face after that can cut, it was kind of like <laughs> drew Brees, Like, uh Oh, it's like Kobe Bryant after his Achilles, but Uh-oh. Andy Dalton is nowhere near as good as Kobe Bryant. Yeah, slightly uh, lower ceiling. So, oh, all right. Faked me out there, Sean. Well, I got it on the sheet, Ryan. Yeah, I didn't look. My all bad. right. Let's get on the same page. Deal unlike the, unlike the Cowboys offense, before we get to the primetime games, our lock dog and teases. Gotta give a shout out. Get to give a shout out to Ace per head. That's right. Ace is the place if you're thinking of starting your own sports book. And I don't know why you wouldn't be thinking about that right now in this economy. Of course, people are gambling. There's games. This thing of ours, it's a uh, recession proof. Acepred.com slash SGP. Sign up there. Get up to six weeks free of their amazing sports book software. Listen to this podcast. You're a DGen. DGens are known to uh, hang out together. Oh, shout out to my barista, uh, Jesus at Starbucks. Nice. I was rocking my uh, Odds Shark uh, um, mask or whatever because I was in the store. Mm. And he goes, Oh, is that a. Uh, he recognized the site and he's like, Is that a. Uh, do you work for them? I'm like, No, they're one of our sponsors for Sports oh, Gambling Podcast. Well, he's hello. like, You host a Sports Gambling Podcast? <laughs> And he, and he was just super excited. He goes, I have a uh, text group with my buddies called the degenerates. I'm like, dude, gave I broke out oh. the phone, subscribed to Spotify. So Hey Zeus, if you're hearing this shout out to you, hooking it up with the iced coffee. And by that, I mean, I'm, I'm paying full price and tipping it, but does a good job with it. You know, who also does a good job. Ace per head, ace per head. 
So easy, so easy. Uh, anyone could do it. Great, uh, great income opportunity. Acepread.com slash SGP. Get up to six weeks free. Isn't it funny? Like, <clears throat> there's no. It's it's a very binary response when someone is like, you you realize that you're talking to someone who's clearly going to listen to the podcast. Yeah, light switch goes on. It, it's one of these where it's like, oh, like that dude we were oh. golfing with. When he started talking about uh, you, you, uh, you, you, you do like MMA betting. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We got an like, MMA game. Oh, I got, a, I got a tip on the week. It's like, oh yeah, there you go. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I always like taking dogs. All right. Yeah. No, I mean we have a podcast with DMX barking sound effect. I might like to listen. To. <laughs> hmm. and, and and honestly, like the the word degen, it's our <laughs> word. It's our word. This thing of ours. Oh, Son- and when when Decker told him that I won 200 grand in DraftKings. Oh man. He really lit up like a Christmas. Decker tree. was really a hype man. It was Decker. It was uh, yeah, he, Decker really came out of nowhere on our, on the second half of the eighteen and was playing lights out and was just again, Ryan. It reminded me of uh, your energy at the beginning of this podcast. Decker was just tuned up and then raring to go, firing on all cylinders. I mean, rare rare sight to be seen. San Diego Superchargers charge. Sunday night football, Sean coming off the bye. Andy Reid. We know we like this situation. Heading to Las Vegas. I don't know if we like that situation. A lot of food to be had out there for Andy. The, the Vegas Raiders are. <laughs> He's got his own uh, sneeze guard, right? Well, wait. I'll wait till my handicap. When he, he doesn't need. They can. They can remove the sneeze guard in the Vegas buffet. He's got one built in. Nah, he's got a personal buffet. They just strap a giant circular table around him, and he just turns. It's like what? What do they put the salt and pepper on the middle of the table? The thing it spins around. They just put one of those around Andy Reid. He spins it around. A lazy uh, Susan. The, they call it a lazy. The Andy. food orbits Andy Reid. Se- Kansas City minus seven, minus three fifty on the money line. Raiders plus three hundred fifty-seven is the total. I mean, you can get cute here and try to say that Raiders. Maybe the Raiders in that running attack have the number of Kansas City, but this is Andy Reid off a bye, seven and four against the spread. Um, Mahomes just good against the spread, especially at home. Um, or I'm sorry, especially on the road. And then the last thing I'll say is Andy Reid only lost five times against AFC West teams against the spread. I I, I think that the angle for Oakland is just purely they're 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 going to pound the rock like they did last time. Derek Carr has been hyper efficient. John Gruden's got it figured out. I just don't I I don't see John Gruden winning too many uh, beating too many teams twice in the same year. Yeah, and I mean, you nailed a bunch of uh, great angles there, Ryan. I just checked in on the YouTube chat room. Sorry, I forgot to. Uh, we're, oh. We were going live, and I forgot to be uh, checking in on some of the live comments. Make sure you subscribe YouTube.com/slash/SportsGamblingPodcast. We've been we've been just randomly flipping the switch, going live, and uh, interacting with you guys. A huge thing besides you nailed it with the uh, seven and three against the spread off a of bye with Kansas City. Uh, Kansas City ten and two just against uh, Raiders in general. But did you see the story? This is a besides an in-game revenge game. It's also personal this time against the Las Vegas what Raiders. Happened? Gruden, does, wait, is there a, a Reed Gruden beef? I don't know about. Yeah, yeah. Oh yes. I, I, I was gonna send it to you, and I'm like, this is a better surprise for the podcast. Oh yes. After is this, the- like Golden Tate and Jalen Ramsey. <laughs> Did, did, did Andy Reid fuck someone's sister? Yes, uh, he, he was involved in some soaking. You know, Andy Reid, no Mormon. After they beat the, uh, after the Raiders beat them in Arrowhead, 
the Raiders did a victory lap no, in man. their bus Wait, around what? the stadium. <laughs> oh, and Andy Reid found out about it, and, and supposedly he's super fucking. Pissed. That is such a Gruden thing to do. Yes, we which I to get our shit going. Mentally. In fairness, I like that. I like that mental mental aspect. But Andy Reid doesn't seem like a guy who gets angry too often outside of food situations. So. Yeah, that's just great. Who who are you taking? All right, so oh, and uh, Mahomes. I mean, in a dome, I, I think he's going to be fired up. They're just—they've only lost one game, and it was to the Raiders. And we haven't even gotten to the major like breaking news. Literally, the every team defensive <laughs> starter is on the COVID list right now because of high risk contact. So they're all eligible to play, assuming they test negatively. But I wouldn't be surprised if a couple get knocked out. And uh, yeah, I, or, I will say I feel like we've overreacted to some of these. Like the entire line will be out, and then everyone ends up playing. And the fact that they missed practice wasn't a huge deal. Well, you're talking about the Raiders once again, and the Bucks won and covered in Las Vegas. No, I'm saying there's been other situations similar to this, but I, I'm with you. I, I don't see too many reasons to take. I, I thought the number would be bigger, honestly. Yeah. Uh, now. I didn't actually. What's the weather in this one? Because that would be the it's only. It's in the dome. Oh, that's right. It's out in Vegas. Yeah, come on, Ryan. I keep that. You know, the keep, Death Star. Oakland. I probably even called him Oakland when I said him earlier. Uh, yeah, we're taking Kansas City. Shout out to to our guy Alex Crouch. Love the Chiefs. Don't know. Don't know why you think I'm a hater. Love every every moment with Andy Reid. R- Monday Night Football, Sean. The Los Angeles Rams head to Tampa Bay. Where the Bucks are minus three and a half, minus two ten on the money line. Rams plus one seventy five. Forty eight and a half is the total. Boy, I, I saw a stat, and I I didn't capture. I think I saw it on like one of the the TV shows, like uh, NFL Game Day, that Tom Brady was comically bad under pressure this year. It's a baby fucking wheel, man. And then I see that they're 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 going against motherfucking Aaron Donald. Yeah, and I'm just like, wow. Okay, so I, I start this game thinking I'm going to be all over the Rams, and then I realize, oh, Rams have some offensive line issues. Whitworth Todd, out for the season. Todd Bowles is just one of my favorite defensive coordinators from a blitz perspective. Uh, Jared Goff, prime time Monday Night Football against the Goat. Hopefully, you got down a three. If you captured a three, three and a half. Now, I think you play this. Uh, I think you play the, the Rams don't show up for this one. Goff plays like shit. Bucks defense stands up. And uh, I know we've been saying maybe the Bucks aren't all that good, but uh, I think this is a very well, positive and, matchup for them. And I I think and and the Rams have 49ers at home, which is a rivalry game on a short week. Oh, that's next. A- and and the Rams they've struggled on the East Coast. They've had they've played pretty well this year uh, with the exception of beating the Eagles. And Redskins, not non NFC East opponents outside of that, but Buffalo and Miami, two quality uh, teams on the East Coast, they struggled with and lost. Um, and I just don't think Tom Brady's going to get embarrassed in another primetime game at home. And I love that I I was I locked up the Bucks that game, and co- that was a complete shit show for whatever reason. New Orleans just owns that Tampa Bay team right now, so s- move that off to the side. And I think Whitworth being out is huge because I don't think they're going to, the Rams are going to be able to get that push that they normally get. Now, Ramsey, he can maybe shut down one of these receivers, 
But the good thing about the Tampa Bay passing offense is they don't rely on just it's not like Packers with Devontae Adams. Antonio Brown actually looking good. Eight targets, seven catches for 69 yards. He's gonna be involved. You have Godwin, you have Gronk. Like they have a lot of options. They've gotten the running game going. And I just don't I, I it just doesn't feel like a spot the Rams show up. And a little uh, a little nugget from the ref stats uh, analysis that Moonoff did over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Jerome Boger, aka the ladies' man ref, uh, he's calling this one. He's very favorable to the home team. Oh. Six three and against the spread. Six and three against the spread for the home team. So doesn't feel like it's uh, you know a c- maybe a little conspiracy, Ryan, that okay. a very favorable home ref is assigned to a Tom Brady prime time game where Tom Brady needs to win back his masculinity and uh, yep. milk that goat. I, I just, I just think this, and maybe, I don't know, Tampa Bay, they've been a little bit all over the place, but if you kind of throw out those two new Orleans games, they look like a really good team. And, and maybe we just have to realize that new Orleans really has their number. Oh, you just have to realize that the New Orleans and the New York Giants are good teams, and they they struggled <laughs> against good teams. Nick uh, Fortune checking in on the YouTube, uh, saying, "Hey, Sean, is there any more prime real estate on Jared Goff sucks Island?" Yes, there was, and again, a couple bookings opened up last week because of the Seattle game, but that was fine. Really, there was there was some rumblings about Russell Wilson sucks Island, and uh, wow, that, oh, that was whoa. real again. They they didn't get their financing off the ground. Nothing going on there. So uh, you watch that game. Did did uh, Jared Goff play amazing, or did Russell Wilson turn the ball over? And uh, again, Jamal Adams blitzed the shit out of Jared Goff. Didn't see it coming. Strip sack. Yep. I, really, I don't know what was going on in Russ's head, I but mean, it's not like Goff looked great. I mean, Ryan, does what do you this, think Todd Bowles is going to do to him? It's just to me, this feels like a very similar game to the uh, blowout. You know, no, to the uh, when the Rams played in Miami. Now maybe the Heat won't be as bad, and maybe the Bucks defense. Although I feel like comparable to Miami, and they they probably won't get the defensive and special teams touchdown. But Miami was in control of that game, and I wouldn't be surprised if this Bucks team is as well. Well, and I think, I mean, at the, at the end of the day, it's the it's the run defense. Uh, I think the Rams. You, you called out the Bills and the the Dolphins as an example. Neither of those teams have a good run defense like the Bucks do. Yeah. Uh, like I said, the only thing that concerns me is that Tom Brady has been really bad under pressure. But Dakota Tilliston uh, checking in on the YouTube. Just when you think it's time to get ready for bed, SGP goes live, and you got to mm. pour yourself another whiskey. Love this pod. Shout out to you, Dakota. Uh, cheers, bro. We'll get into bed with you. <laughs> no. All right, all right, Ryan. <laughs> Let, Ryan will take care of that. He's he's really uh really great. All right, with the let's fan get engagement. to it, Sean. Tampa, lay the points. Yes, exactly. Oh, and uh, XFL Jim giving his uh, garage certified stamp of approval on uh, Tampa Bay minus three and a half. Okay. XFL Jim, fun follow on Twitter, huge XFL fan, and also has a series of picks videos that he or teams he deems garage certified, and a sweet montage of uh, garage doors opening that I don't know why <laughs> gets gets me every time when it's I like see why, the video. It's like smelling fresh cut grass, Sean. Exactly. I, I'm I'm a big fan of garage and basements, and they don't they don't have any basements on the West Coast. It's fucked up. Happy birthday. <laughs>
<laughs> Time for the lock dog tease presented by mybookie.ag. Promo code SGP. Make sure you sign up there, get that 50% deposit bonus, and get ready for the free day turkey $250 free play. You know what, Sean? You go for it. Let's mix it up. I was thinking that. I Let's was going to throw that out there, but what I was worried about is. My mojo is hot when it comes to locks. Am I risking the 78% no. lock? No I in team, bro. No I in team. No I in team. Great point, Ryan. You know what? I'm not going to overthink it. I really love my gut is telling me. And, uh, you know, Andy Reid once said, when it comes to fourth downs, he trusts his gut. He's got a pretty <laughs> big gut. I got a gut when it comes to handicapping. Kansas City shows oh. a big. Hands, I mean that revenge angle. When I heard that story about them driving the bus around, <laughs> around the stadium, That's, I mean it's a good angle. That that just felt uh, that felt disrespectful for my dog. A couple small dogs that I like, Kramer. I feel like you you could be taking the Titans. I don't want to step on that, but give me the Atlanta Falcons, Dirty mm. Birds, Atlanta plus one ninety. This team has been showing up, and uh, I, I just feel like they're in a good spot. For my tees, it's chalky, but you got to put Minnesota minus one in there. What could go wrong there? Uh, maybe t- uh, do you? Yeah, let's wong it up. Give me Houston. There you go. Plus eight. It's an easy teaser week, is it? Yeah. Is anything easy, Ryan, in the National Football League? I don't know. You just told me about a revenge spot between uh, Andy Reid and Gruden. You know, some people would like to take the Eagles plus nine and a half, but again, they don't deserve fucking losers. They don't deserve that. Maybe the Chargers, the two and a half. Uh, I, I don't like teasing <laughs> against my own pick. You know, it's very easy. Green Bay plus seven and a half. A Rod and the boys make it a game at the very least. So Packers plus seven and a half. Houston plus eight. Minnesota minus one. Falcons money line. Kansas City Chiefs minus seven is the lock. Chalky, but you got I, it's just Andy Reid off a of bye. What more do you need, Ryan? Falcons, my lock. Okay. All right. Yeah, uh, this I there's I mean, first and foremost, Jameis Winston is laying five points. Jameson no, Winston. No one's even talking about him. Like, <laughs> we love the guy from a fantasy perspective, but remember? Do you remember? I know. Do you remember what Bruce Arian said about him? <laughs> Well, shit. Just, we won games with him. We can win games with any quarterback. Just remember how pissed off he was after every press conference. You're saying a little bit of that isn't bound to return. And and we might even get taste more Taysom Hill, which is not a good thing if you're back in the Saints as a favorite here. No, my dog. Give me the Titans plus two twenty five. Live dog. And uh, don't overlook the fact that Vrabel is is quietly turning into a decent coach. Uh, not sure if he's a great defensive coordinator, but he's definitely a good coach, and and it's one of those things. You should give that up. He's he's definitely doing like the, Tomlin. the CEO thing well, and I, and I'll say this: the the team plays hard, and and we haven't we we it's almost like we forgot about Derek Henry. He kind of got shut down last week, so I think he gets loose. You you mentioned Calais Campbell, and you mentioned the the way this defense is maybe taking a step back. So uh, I, I I absolutely love them. They're they're a lot. Tighten up, baby. See, sometimes I come around on teams that I shit all over. Uh, Baltimore was like a clear top team early in the season. I, I think they're going to struggle. And then uh, for the teaser, Kansas City down to one. Houston up to eight. Ima- imagine Cam. Oh my god. Do I just? I guess I go. Mm, I'm so tempted to put Detroit in here, but let's go Minnesota down to one. Oh yeah. 
That's that's all I, you got to do. Tampa was a close uh, lock consideration there. I, that just seems like a, such a great spot. Oh, all right, Ryan, for the Capra Cup and the Circa Millions. You want to go back to your uh, Atlanta I, plus five for the double? Is that what is it, is it my turn? Yeah, I, I was. My lock was the double last week. No, or no, 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 no. Yours was because we pushed it. Okay, yeah, that's part of the problem. All right, get me back to the lock. Kansas City minus seven for the double, Atlanta plus five, and I think we I think we uh, we go back to our four favorites one dog strategy maybe Minnesota minus seven right, yep, okay T- Tampa, Tampa minus three and we a like half. that right I do, are right, we we discussed playing Thursday yeah Seattle do we fucking fire <laughs> do we just fucking just fire keep playing Russell Wilson <laughs> now let's do it. Let's go, baby. So our circa recap it. Millions, Capper Cup, Kansas City minus seven, Atlanta plus five, Minnesota minus seven, Tampa Bay minus three and a half, Seattle minus three. Mm, I like it. Capper Cup circa lines. They're close cool, enough. Close enough. And those are of course the lines over at mybookie.ag. Promo code SGP. Hit that. Help support the pod. Rate review. Spread the word. Subscribe. What else is going on? Oh, and of course, uh, some people are saying, hey, can you recap the picks? I may have missed one. I'm driving. We post uh, all the picks over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. If you just hit drop that NFL tab down, you can see the NFL picks. Not our just our football picks. picks. Yes. Not just our picks. There's, a, I think, a group of maybe twelve or thirteen uh, writers, contributors to the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. All our picks against the spread are all there. Usually post Thursday around uh, four p.m. Pacific. And, so. and how much does it cost to get behind the paywall? Completely free, free. Ryan. Oh, shit. Completely free. Uh, Sean, oh. where else do, can you find picks? Slack, uh, maybe. Slack. People are con- white pictures of whiteboards all send over it, the Send Slack in your space. gambling whiteboard again. We got to get a gambling whiteboard. That's next on the uh, studio equipment list. But uh, we've been having fun with those. Give us a follow on Twitter at Gambling Podcasts. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean, stacking the money green, and he is Ryan. All right. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. Cram, let it ride.